Assalamualaikum Hi You're back with another episode of Salam Farihin Ramadan series We are now on the second last episode of this series and boy have I been enjoying myself just sharing all of these beautiful gems to you I hope that this Ramadan series will be or have been very beneficial to you and that wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, it can somewhat help you to shape yourself into the better version of yourself that you want to be, inshallah. Before I start off this episode, um, there is something that I want to confess because some people have come up to me or texted me asking if I pre-recorded these episodes for my Ramadan series. If I have pre-recorded these episodes before Ramadan, the answer is no. Honestly, it would have been ideal if I pre-recorded my episodes, but I find it a lot more connecting if I actually recorded it during the time of Ramadan because it is a Ramadan series. The earliest I've ever quote-unquote pre-record for an episode is that one time I recorded two days before I had to put it up. But most of the time, the episodes are either directly the night before I have to put it up on Anchor or one of the recent ones, I actually only finished setting up to record three hours before I have to put it up. So when you listen to my audio, they're literally me somewhat in the sahur period, which was still early, I know, but yeah, so I guess that's how I get into the zone to get that sahur vibe and be able to deliver to you in the best way possible that I want it to be. That way, I feel like we could properly connect. (laughs) So yeah, this episode, I actually recorded it four hours before I have to put it up. So, now that the curiosity has been answered, without further delaying, let's move on with our second last episode of this season. Bismillah. Enjoy! have goosebumps right now. I was flipping to the next chapter since my previous episode and I found out that the next chapter happens to be Allah loves your mother. It was Mother's Day two days ago when this was up. My family, my family, we don't really celebrate Mother's Day exactly following up with all the international, you know, Father's Day, Mother's Day, because we believe in every day is our parents' day. Every day we should be showering them with love and care and, you know, undivided attention. So we don't really do all those other things. But yeah, although I don't really celebrate it, 
um, I really got goosebumps when I flipped to the page and the very next chapter that I will be talking about for this episode happens to be talking about mothers. On this very same day, me and my best friends, we were just talking about how mothers have to go through so much just to be that vessel for us to arrive into this world and also be that very person to provide for us to take care of us to shower us with love give us shelter give us enough moral support emotional support help to shape us and they even have the capacity to you know remain composed whenever we're just going out of our way to do things that we're not supposed to do you know when we're like kids and just being silly our mothers are just super super amazing so we were just talking about that and how one of my best friends she said don't take your moms for granted um they have to go through so much so it ended up with one of my best friends because she just uh became a mother about a little over a month and she said guys we shouldn't take our mothers for granted they have gone through so much they've been through a lot and of course at the end she added plus our fathers but um yeah so after our little talk I added it's no wonder that and we were all just pretty you know into it at that time anyways from this beautiful book there is a very well-known hadith that we've all probably heard of whereby a man asked the prophet peace be upon him whereby a man asked the prophet peace be upon him to whom should I give my honor and my kindness the prophet peace be upon him said your mother and then he inquired then who and the prophet peace be upon him replied your mother and then he inquired again then who and the prophet peace be upon him replied again your mother and then he asked yet again then who and the prophet replied your father additionally the prophet peace be upon him sent a companion back to his mother saying paradise lies at the feet of your mother Allah has mentioned obedience to parents with obedience to him in the Quran that we worship and obey him and that we show a similar level of kindness and love to our parents without of course worshiping them or preferring them over the creator the point is that Allah mentioned obedience to them alongside obedience to him he included them by saying your Lord has judged that you worship no one but him and that you show only excellence to your parents it's basically it's basically saying that for us to become one of the beloveds of Allah we need to be able to show love for our mothers as well we need to be able to show respect mothers and show them that very high standard of love as well inshallah there is this one other story that i really 
like from this chapter. There is a story from this chapter which has to do with the man who committed a major sin. And when he approached the Prophet, peace be upon him, he asked if there was a way for him to repent to Allah. The very first question that the Prophet asked was, Is your mother alive? I know how much, I know how high the status of mothers are in Islam and even in the sight of Allah. But after committing a major sin, I never expected that the very first question for repentance would be in relation to mothers. That's just how high of a status mothers have. However, from that story, there is a follow-up that I wish to include in this episode whereby the man said his mother is not alive so the prophet asked again does your mother have a sister who is living the man said yes and then the prophet peace be upon him said then go and be good to her show her some excellence and hope for Allah's mercy in the process It's just so. So, from this story, so generally speaking, from this story, even if we have committed a major sin between us and Allah, we should go ahead and show goodness to our mother and see if it is a way of opening the door of pleasure with Allah. That is why, no matter what happens, we should always still be good to our mothers. Another story here, in, a, in another story, has to do with Ibn Abbas, Allah's mercy be upon him, whereby a man had killed somebody and was worried about forgiveness from Allah. When he approached Ibn Abbas, Allah's mercy be upon him, the first thing that Ibn Abbas asked was pretty much the same as our Prophet Wasallam. He asked if his mother was alive. And when Ibn Abbas and when the students of Ibn Abbas asked the significance of a mother, he replied, "By Allah, I don't know any action more. By Allah, I don't know any action more beloved to Allah than serving your mother." One of the things that are so beautiful about having days to celebrate your mother, not just your mother, your parents in general, they're just so easy to do. And nowadays, you can just show them love with basically anything. Some mothers, they just like to spend time with you, so give them your time. Some mothers enjoy little presents to remember you by, so give them presents. Make them beautiful cards, write them a letter, 
give them beautiful flowers if they love flowers get them that dress that they've been wanting to get or that shawl for fathers maybe watch a football match with him give him a massage or go on a drive together look at cars probably i don't know as eid is approaching in a few days i hope that everyone will be able to share their beautiful moments with their parents and their family as well and maybe help around the kitchen or when you're serving guests that way you can earn some points in being obedient to your parents right maybe be amongst those who can show love kindness and elevate the statuses of the people that we love including ourselves as we do those which pleases Allah inshallah moving on Allah loves the unnoticed here it says Allah loves those who are obscure Allah loves those who are hidden Allah loves those people who are barely noticeable in gatherings Allah loves servants who are pious, self-sufficient, and obscure who are unnoticed by the people who avoid the spotlight, avoid any prominence there was a story when the prophet, peace be upon him, was once sitting with his companions and a man walked by and the prophet, peace be upon him, said what do you think of this man? They responded, O Messenger of Allah, he is the most prominent of people. If he intercedes on someone's behalf, then his intercessions will be accepted. If he proposes to someone, then his proposal will be accepted. That man walked away and the Prophet, peace be upon him, saw another man and asked, What do you think of this person? And they said, O Messenger of Allah, this man is poor. If he intercedes on someone's behalf, then his intercessions won't be accepted. And if he proposes, then his proposal will surely be rejected. Then the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, But one of this person is better than an earth full of the other person in the sight of Allah. So, who are these unnoticed people who are beloved to Allah the friends of Allah those closest to him are the hidden gems in our communities it is a person who is quiet does their service does their worship always greets people with a smile who is barely noticed in gatherings doesn't boast and in fact, they are gaining a special type of prominence in the sight of Allah. The Prophet, peace be upon him, taught us that it's a good habit for us to have obscurity and it's part of modesty. He, peace be upon him, said that the best person is the one who sits in gatherings and when he leaves, people barely notice him. This is even the same with the Prophet ﷺ himself. He was the most famous person in the world. But at the end of his life, when he walked into a gathering, you could not distinguish him. The Prophet, 
Rasulullah observed long periods of silence. He did not take the fame provided to him by Allah for being his messenger and project that onto all of his affairs. Even Uthman, Allah's mercy be upon him, was one of the richest companions of the Prophet, peace be upon him. But he would be the least noticeable companion if he walked into a gathering. Such was his humility. I think in this world, in this modern times where people don't want to be left out, people don't want to... What's the word? What's the trendy word? I think formal. <laughs> Feeling... No. Fear of missing out, I guess. Because of that, people don't really want to be unnoticed a lot of times they want to be included in things so if they are unnoticed people will not include them you know but i think there was this one talk or charma that i listened to and they said that nowadays people are too invested into things that aren't really beneficial for our soul beneficial for our lives especially in our journey of self-betterment in our journey to get back onto the right path we often consume knowledge that does not really help us to boost our iman for instance so when we want to be involved into things which aren't really beneficial for us in that sense we tend to put ourselves into situations where it's not really necessary and that can make us far from being the kind of person that is unnoticed which i find very wowed (laughs) at that fact when i read this it says here that the kind of presence that allah talks about in the quran is the presence of virtue in public which must be done only for his sake so when we are being formal (laughs) when we try to be included when we try to make people notice us so that we be included are we trying to make people notice us for the sake of Allah or for the sake of our own benefits here in this dunya I hope that the next time such situations come forth that we will be able to restrain ourselves from trying to be noticed and um, that our hearts will be patient on just trying to be modest and filled with humility inshallah for those who needs the extra notes on how to be unnoticed i.e. me <laughs> I need this it says here A person who is unnoticed is a person who keeps quiet, maintains softness, humility and modesty in gatherings and amongst the people, and does not show off, does not speak too much, does not talk out of turn, does not place too much importance on themselves or in their own voices. I think a way for us to be able to better restrain ourselves in trying to be noticed or trying to stand out for the wrong reasons is to try to 
give ourselves a moment to think if this will be beneficial for us in the eyes of Allah if this will be beneficial for us and if this will be something that will be pleasing in the sight of Allah if this action that we're about to do is only beneficial for ourselves is only for self-importance I would say continue thinking (laughs) continue worrying about it so you might not do it at the end you might miss the moment you, you you might miss the moment and you will not end up doing it which is good <laughs> I hope that makes sense anyways I hope that we will constantly be reminded that our very sole reason of being here in this dunya is to carry out our responsibilities as a servant of Allah and as we are servants of Allah the only recognition that should matter is that of Allah so what people think of you people's acceptance of you is not as valuable as gaining acceptance from Allah gaining recognition from Allah so if doing something will not allow you to get that recognition from Allah I hope that we find it in our hearts to be patient and stop ourselves from doing it May we be amongst the people who can always maintain a sense of modesty and to only seek for Allah's attention, Allah's recognition, and most importantly, Allah's love, inshallah. Last but not least, for this episode, Allah loves generosity and trade. This one is a really nice ending for this episode as some of you know i have been (laughs) i have been taking orders for raya for eid and just trying to relate to this chapter a lot of you may know how i actually experienced a kind of verge of a burnout last week and i was really really stressed it showed in my face it showed in my physical aura (laughs) a lot of people actually came up to me to ask me if i'm really exhausted and stuff and i made even and my brain was just slowing down i was not getting enough sleep um it was really draining to say the least but i kept going I think what really helped me to keep going was knowing that it is a form of amanah and um, knowing that people are counting on you to deliver being a seller it's always a uh, a huge responsibility i'm sure a lot of other works other jobs also have a huge responsibility riding on your shoulders but especially with businesses especially with food whereby you want to make sure that you can give people their worth you know (laughs) you want to get um delicious food out there but at the same time you're also exhausted but i think that it's really important to do that to be generous to be generous with your energy to be generous with the food that you give be generous to 
give more than what you receive so that was nice i remember when i was just starting out to uh try out this recipe from my grandparents to have it as as our own product for our business i asked them if there was any tips that they want to give to me while we were still in the process of learning how to make the recipe and my grandfather also for those of you who don't know it's um the new recipe well not so new it's um it's their recipe but because my grandparents have stopped um carrying out their business um they passed it down to us to me and my sister so um it's pineapple tarts by the way um so basically what my grandfather said was remember what people one of the things that you need to remember is what people are actually buying from you and so it didn't really uh, occur to me at that time what what he meant but um after that he said people are buying pineapple tarts from you they're not buying just tarts they're not buying just the pastry but they're buying the pineapple from you so when you make your pineapple tarts make sure that you give them enough pineapple tarts for them to say what a good amount for them to praise the amount of pineapple in that pineapple tart basically and that really got to me like yeah because i was at first when we were just doing our little trials we couldn't really get the right amount of pineapple into our pineapple tarts like one instance there was just too much that we couldn't um roll up the pastry one instance it was just too little that um it was like 60 percent pastry <laughs> and then after my uh grandfather added that part it suddenly became a lot easier it wasn't because we were being we weren't being generous of giving the of putting the pineapple into the pineapple tarts but we were just very unsure how it was supposed to look like and for me although i worked at my um grandparents' bakery a few years back but that was like 4 years ago i think and it's been such a long time and i don't really remember so it was like i was learning from the very beginning although in in the end i think my um, muscle memory took over because um we started speeding up towards the end but um yeah i don't remember where i'm going with this oh yeah generosity in trade basically what my grandfather was trying to say was to be generous and then a lot of the instances when we were just packing up these pineapple tarts into the containers um, some people would worry and they go like I know that some people can be very strict with how many pieces of um, biscuits they put into their containers because they already count uh, because they already calculated the cost and whatnot, but 
one of the things that I've learned from my grandparents and even my my um, family in general is to always be generous no matter what if you are able give more than you receive if you feel like you if you feel like you might end up with something less after you give then you are indeed at loss and it's because you don't see that invisible goodness that is actually coming to you this is always always the case with my family they're all they've been trying to instill generosity into us from when we were little kids um whenever we go out meet someone new or meet other kids my family would always want to share food would want to share toys and sometimes i'd be sad i'd be sad if i have to give away some of my food but my family would tell me like no don't worry more food will come your way no don't worry just give your food it's better to share and i think it's like when parents look at their kids eating well and they're just full from looking at that beautiful view of their kids that's the kind of feeling that you can get when you share with people when you share happiness with people when you share ease for people i think one of the other um life advices that i always get from my mom is never to worry about sharing uh monetary gifts to people she'd always tell me like quote do it dapat dicari or in english it's probably there's always a way there's always a way to earn money yeah i think that's the direct translation for it and i think because she keeps telling me that from when we were kids it has been giving a very good mindset for me in terms of not being stingy with money um and that's probably also the drive for me and my sister on wanting to have businesses because when we have businesses and when we have more then we can give more so i really want to thank my mom my parents my grandparents my family in general for teaching us to have generosity in trade when i came across this chapter in this book it was really nice to see that um there is value in there is value obviously in um being generous in trade especially for us in this coming eat when we're trading uh, our time and effort to cook for people who are coming over i hope that we are i hope that we become among those who are incredibly generous and that allah will reward us in abundance inshallah that allah will accept all of our good deeds our efforts all of our 
sweat and tears to uh, provide for other people to give more than we receive inshallah with that i end this second episode and i hope we can be good to our mothers or parents i hope that we can train ourselves to become among the unnoticed and lastly be very very generous in our trade so until i see you in the last episode take care bye Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Hope you find it beneficial and just sort of be able to remind yourself of your goals and your own missions for not just this world, but also the next. With that, I end this week's episode and I hope to see you in the next one, inshallah. Much love and prayers for me, Farihin.